1025-1043. Power FM. Your hit music station. What are you up to anyway? Like, what are you doing right now? Um, I just lunch, some sushi. It was amazing. Oh, I love sushi. Where yeah. did you get it from? This new place. I think it's called Zushi. It's like my mate Chris and Yvonne took me there. It's, I feel <laughs> great. That's my breakfast, actually. So oh, really? I feel good, yeah. So, what, like, what time do you usually get out of bed? So I sort of work until um, my body won't stay awake anymore, <laughs> which is usually around 5 or 6 a.m. Yeah. And that's kind of the most creative time. That's when I'm doing all the writing and, and um, everything studio-based, sort of getting new tracks together. And then come uh, daytime, yeah, it's kind of I'm waking up in the afternoons and frantically trying to fit everything in. Yeah. Uh, before 5 p.m. So you're obviously based in Sydney then? I am, yep, King's Cross. So, yeah, I'm calling you from Bega. Um, wow. Yeah, so... It's a cheese place, right? <laughs> yeah, it is, yeah. <laughs> That's Sorry. it. <laughs> I'm sure you must get that all the time, though. Yeah, but yeah. do you know what the funny thing is? I am dairy intolerant, so I can't even eat the cheese. Oh, no way. <laughs> not a stranger to the festival circuit. It's like, what do you kind of do when you're not um, at festivals? So right now I'm doing a Ministry of Sound Sessions 9 tour, and that's like a national tour around Australia in sort of, I guess you could say the biggest venues. Mm-hmm. So like the biggest venues in each city, um, and it's all put on and organised by Ministry of Sound. So like, yeah, it's just sort of breaking it all up around and then heading back overseas. So cool. um, just sort of working. I mean, I only just got back from the U.S., about a month ago where I played it in Las Vegas at Marquee and, and so next month I'm off to Europe to do Amsterdam and Germany and a few other few other places. Going back to Vegas, how was that for you? Yeah, look, I mean, I'm still suffering mild depression. <laughs> like, it, was, it was an incredible experience um, being there with, you know, two of my best mates, the Stafford Brothers, really topped it off, you know, like we always said that one day we'll have our own Bucks party there, mm. you know, and this kind of you know, we, you know, even though we don't have girlfriends, or Matt, Matt does, <laughs> it was kind of like a Bucks party and incredible experience, you know, like I, I loved it. I'm very blessed to, to have that opportunity and I think we're going to be back there again soon. Fantastic. And are that like performing to a Vegas audience, like is that completely different to performing, say, you're at Brisbane the other week? Yeah, look, every gig is different. Between Sydney and Melbourne, you'd be surprised. And it's an hour's flight, but they're two completely different crowds different type of people, different types of music. There's still that great party vibe. And yeah. I, I kind of like that they're a bit different, you know. And As a DJ, you've got to be on your toes all the time and you've got to be able to react and read the room. And, yeah. you know, the Staffords definitely know how to do that. And so where are you off to next? Sorry, did you say Europe? Um, Europe, yeah. Well, this, this weekend, still, still finishing off this ministry tour, I think I'm in Perth on Saturday and Friday is... Let me check. <laughs> oh, Melbourne, Melbourne. So tomorrow, yeah, Melbourne, Melbourne, Thursday, Friday, Sydney, Saturday, Perth. Oh my god, that's like yeah. crazy. It's, Just... it's not. It's kind of that's an easy week compared to like last week where I had nine flights last week in the one week. You're is, joking? Yeah, I'm <laughs> not joking. Nine, <laughs> after nine flights, you start going delirious. Well, like all domestic though. All domestic, yeah. Yeah. So no jet lag in there then? Yeah, no jet lag, but, you know, sometimes you kind of, yeah, you kind of have the three flights in a day and yeah, <laughs> oh, wow. you haven't had much sleep because you're sort of hungover from the night before and, yeah, it's not easy. But Sounds like a lot of fun though. Like, do you love, you obviously love what you do. 
yeah, apart from the travelling, like, I really do love it. I'm really blessed and, you know, very thankful to all the fans. Great that people appreciate it because I, I love doing it. Because how old are you, Timmy, if you don't mind me asking? Yeah, I'm, I've got, like, a stage age. Okay. <laughs> so I'm 21, going on 22 right now. And yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I, <laughs> I was going to say, you sound a lot older than that. Yeah, I'm a little bit older. But, um, yeah. If you can tell me and I can just delete it out if you want. No, no. Because <laughs> I've seen you, um, saw you at Future earlier this year with the old Staffords and um, was awesome. Like, you guys absolutely went off, really. Obviously, the crowd just loves you. Because I was watching some videos as well. Like, what are you feeling when you're up there and there's just, like, this sea of people? Like, is that just incredible? How does that feel for you? Yeah, it's, it is an incredible experience. I mean, there's been a few of those sort of festival gigs where I've I've only been only had like an hour of sleep the night before, and I get there and I'm so tired, and then I hop on that stage and the adrenaline kicks in instantly, and you're just immediately awake and on this super high, you know. Like, for, well, we've done it a couple of years now, and I actually just got booked for it again next year. Awesome. So. Future's way of helping out some local artists because they are really big international artists that are playing. And With Foreshore that you're playing in November, are you going to be just kind of doing your own thing there, just doing your own set, or what's the plan for that? Yeah, we've got a few surprises for Foreshore this year. I mean, Stafford's haven't really played in Australia much since Future Music Festival because they're living in LA now. So it'll be sort of one of our first shows back together since Future Music and got a few things up our sleeve that I can't reveal just yet, oh. which um, which will be coming out on that day. So I definitely highly recommend uh, you get down there. It's, it's actually one of my favourite festivals, for sure. Because I've never been before. Like, I'm really excited for Forsha. Like, what's the vibe down there? Canberra's got an amazing vibe for dance music. I mean, they've always been a little bit more cutting edge than some of the other cities. People there really go there for the music and that they know their music. So we can kind of give them something that we personally really like, get a good reaction out of the crowd. So I'm pumped for it. One other thing I love about Foreshore is they take sound very seriously and the sound the sound you're going to hear is, is, you know, like really good quality and a, and a reasonable volume, you know? Yeah. So it's amazing that the trumpet really comes out really well. Tell me, Timmy, how many trumpets do you own? Yeah, I, I don't think I've ever been asked this before, actually. Oh, really? But, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I own quite a few. Some of them are my mum and dad's house still because, I mean, the apartment I live in, there's just not a, a lot of room. I've got probably about a dozen. Wow. All up, yeah. I mean, some of them are old. I, I don't know if they work anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you should but, um, try and auction them off or something. You can get some good money for that. There's a couple that I've got a lot of sentimental value with. One of them is my, my dad's trumpet. He was a trumpeter and so is my dad's dad. And Wow, so I it's a family tradition. It is, yeah, yeah. This one's it's just really, really old and rusty and I don't know, I think of all the trumpets, if there's one I'd keep forever, it's that one. Actually, one more thing I'm wondering. Have you heard the news that Avril Lavigne and Chad Kroger from Nickelback are engaged? I didn't hear that, no. Wow. Massive news today. What do you think? What are your first thoughts? Um, (laughs) It's interesting because those two are kind of like dropped off a little bit, you know, like, and maybe... I don't know, like they're doing the whole celebrity hook-up thing, you know, but I, I, I don't know what's the history between the two of them and engaged, like, I guess celebrities do that all the time these days, don't they? Yeah, I just, I didn't even know they were together until no, today. No, did I until you said it, so that just proves possibly that, you know, they're just 
doing it to create more attention. I'm not sure. I don't want to say anything, you know. Like, <laughs> but um, yeah. look, if it's real love, good on him. Congratulations and all the best to him, you know. It's, <laughs> it's number one on the ARIA dance chart. Yeah, it just got out of number one. It's been ARIA number one for six weeks, last week or the week before. But it's still doing really well. And um, it's my obviously my first ARIA number one. And... Congratulations. I mean, getting, yeah, no, I'm absolutely stoked. I've heard it's been getting played, um, got played at the David Guetta party on Ibiza and and it's, it's it's still getting a lot of a lot of radio play and everything else. So thank you out there to everyone who's supporting it and getting behind my new track. You can get it on Ministry of Sound Sessions Nine C D in stores now. Jump on iTunes and you can grab a copy there it's called Sassafras it's really cool that you know like some Aussie local talent is really getting out there it, it's good that everyone's supporting it because I've got all the support of locals and it's, it's great that we all look after each other